brand new series, best of three remaining. Game four goes to Toronto and something I guess nobody could have predicted for Nick Nurse, his bench Hubie came through big time in game four. Well, when you look at it, they scored 48 points. They outscored Milwaukee 48 to 23 in bench points. But the key of the three key guys, Ibaka, Powell, and Van Fleet, they were 18 for 36. They shot 50%. Then they made seven threes. And then Ibaka gets 13 rebounds. So when you look at what the bench did, yes, okay. But then also the first group did a good job. They back it up, six guys in double figures. That is fantastic. Plus the fact that they played Milwaukee even in the paint, even in second chance points where they were getting mauled in the first three games. So you have to give them not only the bench, but then the defense. Then I like what Nick Nurch did when he played small, and that was move Leonard to power forward, either Casal or Baca at the center position, Powell at small forward, and then go with Van, Van Fleet and Lowry in the backcourt. The only reason way you could do that is because Van Fleet came out of nowhere with 13 points and shot and made the three ball. So you're just happy for the coaching staff making the right moves in buying time. And then I can't get enough about Ibaka, okay? I've been saying uh, for three days, well, where is this guy? You know what I mean? He's not even playing 20 minutes. He delivered in 24 minutes a very productive 17 points, 13 rebounds. You brought up Kawhi Leonard. They only had to play him for 34. We say only because he's been playing about 40 minutes a night. He played yeah, right. 52. He's obviously less than 100%. Another 48 hours to heal as we move ahead to game five. Can Toronto bring this same kind of intensity, especially defensively against Giannis, who got his numbers with 25 and 10, but wasn't as effective as we've seen him normally? Well, look, Toronto has a great chance because of the fact they're a good road team. And we said they could have won game one, only down. I mean, they're up two with 3.30 to go. They go 0 for 8, and unfortunately they lose. But I just want to say this about Milwaukee. Once again... They shoot a poor three-point percentage. They only shoot 31%. Yeah they, yeah, they made 11, but they didn't get 44 shots off like they have been. They held 35. You say, well, why are you bringing that up? Because the defense closed them out and didn't allow them the open looks that they were accustomed to. That was that. And then how about only seven second-chance opportunities? So... You know, we try to keep bringing that out in the second half because it was one and out, one and out, one and out. They were not mauling them and getting second chance opportunities, and Toronto could do nothing about it with four little guys out on the floor. I mean, I could consider Leonard a six six little. Okay. In this series, they are in this series, and the yep. bench did not provide a lift for Mike Budenholzer's no. Bucks tonight. Ursan Ilyasova three for five, but Malcolm Brogdon two for eleven. George Hill only got a couple shots, and we are all tied at two. The home team has won every game of the first four. Tied at two. Game five headed to Milwaukee Thursday night, seven thirty Eastern here on ESPN Radio. Final scoring game for the Raptors take the Bucks 120 to 102. For Hall of Famer Hubie Brown, I'm Mark Kestisher right here on your home for the NBA Finals ESPN Radio and the ESPN app.